Hello and welcome to the Overly Animated Podcast, where we take animation seriously. We talk animated shows and movies here, especially Miraculous Ladybug and The Owl House. Find everything about us at OverlyAnimated.com. I'm your host, Dylan Heisen, and today I'm joined by April Collins. Hi there! Delaney couldn't be on right now, so what we're going to do is April and I are going to do a Finale Reactions podcast now, and then hopefully at a later time... We can do a full recap podcast on the last three episodes, including Penalty. So for today's podcast, we are talking about the biggest things from the season four finale of Miraculous Ladybug. Part two just came out today. Um, Part one was Risk. Part two, Strike Back. Shadow Moth's final attack. I got to remember to talk about that name. I got to write that down. I I don't have that in my notes. We got to revisit the name. I'm writing it down. Uh, Yes. So. The big season four finale, it just came out. We're going to get our reactions. We're going to talk about the biggest things. Find all of our previous uh, Miraculous Ladybug podcasts at Overly Animated. Search for Miraculous Ladybug Overly Animated, wherever you listen to podcasts to find it. Okay, big finale spoilers. We're spoiling uh, the season four part two of the finale. Spoilers for all of season four Miraculous Ladybug starting now. Please uh, don't keep listening. We're finally caught up. Yes, everyone's caught up. Everyone's (laughs) caught up now until season five. It feels good to to be at this place. (laughs) I know. Nothing to be spoiled. Thank you. Good. Don't no uh, leaks. (laughs) Spoilers. I'm sure that'll be there somewhere in the comments. No leak spoilers. (laughs) April. What yes. did you think of the finale? Oh my goodness. I don't uh this this was a ride. Um so there was so much I didn't think like so much happened and I was like th- I didn't I didn't predict any of this. <laughs> so, yeah, we didn't have great predictions in retrospect, but I mean, we did we did just none of them were true. And so oh, that's that's a good point. They were good predictions. Yes, they were good predictions, but none of them were true. But like I'm really high on these episodes because uh Shadowbot did something. <laughs> he he's wrecking the world and I'm there for his win. Um <laughs> I was going to ask, yeah. No, I'm like 1000% there for this win because like we always give him like such a hard time and we're like he's so incompetent, but he did it like he did it in this episode and or in these episodes and I you, like you got to give him credit because yeah, I mean he didn't get okay. He didn't get Ladybug and Chat Noir's Miraculouses, and that's fine. He doesn't need them right now because he has all of the other ones. I think he does still need them, but this is the, the I mean, closest yes, he's ever been. He needs them, but like he's got all of these other ones, and he has his ring back. So, also, I can't wait to talk about Scent Monsters. <laughs> yeah, that'll probably be one of our main topics here. Yeah. I'm not going to say anything. Just that I'm I'm ready to talk about okay, it. Okay. What was your big? What were your biggest emotions watching the finale? Um, like, you know how you get that like anxious feeling because you know something big is going to happen, and then there was legitimately a part of me that was just like, "This is all going to be a joke." Like they're going to be like, "Ha ha, just kidding." No, we did not have that. Um. Like, 
Felix and Adrian actually switched places, which I think is hilarious. <laughs> Some real parent trap happening. Um, and then apparently Lila's back, so good for her. I'm um, glad to know she's not dead. But <laughs> I was so torn because, like, the stakes were real and... Like, I feel so sad for Ladybug and Marinette, but at the same time, like, Hawkamoth did it. <laughs> did something big. So is that, is, <laughs> memes aside, is that actually your, was your biggest reaction was I'm so proud of, uh, of my daddy Hawkmoth. Was that your? <laughs> yeah, actually. Like, oh my gosh. Well, because, like, this is a turn that I didn't think it was going to take. Mm-hmm. And so I think like I was like, man, this is really like clever because he I mean, he's right. Like Ladybug doesn't make mistakes. And so he's like, how could I make this like a thing? And then he literally like purposely sought the right person to akumatize to like get what he needed out of it. And so it was just masterful, and he also planned it in a way that Adrian would, Adrian and Natalie wouldn't be there to like suffer the effects of it. So, like, I'm I'm there for that. I keep saying like it's driving me crazy, but I I'm so I I'm about it. Uh, counterpoint. Okay. Uh, Hawkmoth didn't do crap. Uh, he succeeded, but only because of Felix. Felix is the one that did everything at the end. I mean, yes, but all right. So, are you like the results are what matters? Like he has, yeah. he has the win, even if yes, uh, results he are look. What he matters. had a good plan with the risk. Uh, we can talk about that and uh, strike back. I love the concept of risk. I love his approach here. But he failed. There was a scene where he was like, "How did Ladybug? She? How did it not work?" And then Felix strikes. So it really was Felix that got him all the miraculouses at the end. But it did work because Ladybug did make a mistake. Uh, with Felix. Yes. Yeah. Because she thought it was Adrian. Um, okay. This is the, yeah, you're right that this is probably his. So he, he's like, Ladybug had to have made one mistake to, mm-hmm. by being risky. And her mistake was voyaging to give uh felix who she thought was adrian the miraculous um yes. yeah okay we'll give him that we'll give him that he she did uh make that mistake she made that mistake that being said she was like she had like decent she was decently clear-headed when she decided that she had a whole good monologue about like is it risky is it not like i need to be taking a risk in this situation like um i think it was like probably the right move it's just that felix is somehow the smartest person in paris in the show and outmaneuvered all of them it's really crazy that Felix showed up and set a lot of this in motion. Uh, yes. Yeah, let's talk about that. So first, yeah, I mean, I'll, I have comments on Felix, too. I thought I thought it was really good I finale. I also have comments on Felix. <laughs> you were just giving the comments on Felix. No, I'm aware. I have more comments. Oh, more. Yeah. I think we might spend half this podcast on Felix. Uh, big Felix episode. So yeah, I, I, I did really like it. Um, I liked it even more the second time because, you know, the first time watching the big finale, there's a lot of expectations. A lot of it's like, oh, we didn't get all these reveals we were hoping for. So it's like once you get past that, we watched it again. 
is really good. Part two specifically. I think part one's fine. Part one's um, fine. Part two is really is where it lands. Like there's a lot going on, but again, that's like Ladybug's best episodes. Yeah, although for season three, we loved part one more than part two of the finale. Uh, interestingly so if you're comparing the finales this season worse part one better part two i think that's lock lock that in um by the way well you know future podcast for pendleton but it it was it was very good not uh one of the best episodes in my opinion there you go quick take yeah (laughs) um okay uh part two it's really good uh it's it's like it's very dramatic very very dramatic i think this is most similar to episodes this season like Optigami and Centibubbler, I think are the best comparisons for this finale. And those are like, I like it. Those are great episodes. Um, but like, I prefer less plot, 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 drama, drama, kind of like, those are my favorite at Ladybug episodes, yeah. the ones that aren't like this. So this isn't like my optimal episodes. I will say that, but it's, it's very good. Um, the, you know, a lot of the end of the finale is like Ladybug being like shocked and horrified. Um, oh, I felt her panic. Yeah, and it's not like I don't enjoy that. So, no. <laughs> like that's kind of my reaction is like I said, I don't like that that she's so upset at the end. That being said, the final scene is fantastic. Um, we'll talk about that. I really like that. I, I think there's a really fun setup for next season. I want to talk about that. Um, this this episode's approach to for it's just really good all around. It's gorgeous. The finale, uh, both parts. The the approach to the Santa Monster stuff is fascinating to me. That is kind of most of what I have to say. We didn't get the reveal, but we got some interesting direct new direction for the Santa Monster agent Santa Monster aspect of of the show. Um, the romance didn't go exactly where I wanted it to, but there might it might be going in a different direction. We'll talk about that. I think that's yeah. I'm not I think I'm more disappointed by there not being a Marinette confession at the end of the season than I am there not being a Santa Monster reveal. I guess more on that later. Really? Yeah. Um I just think it was the the setup was perfect for the confession. We went over it last podcast like this, 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 this. And it's like, okay, it'll be next season, fine. But um it would have been more satisfying if it was this finale. We and can't then, have that yet. <laughs> we can't have any nice things. I mean, no, uh, we can't have nice things. We can't have most of the miraculouses. We're not allowed. Not anymore. <laughs> uh, Felix. So this episode is this this finale. Both parts are heavily reliant upon on Felix. Uh, I'm on the record as Felix is like my least favorite part of Miraculous Ladybug. I mean, he's only showed up twice before this finale. But uh, my general take on Felix is just he's. Uh, this show is very melodramatic. Felix ch- takes this from like dramatic teen show to soap opera. Like I think Felix is like a step too far in the melodrama. Uh, uh, like oh, Adrian has a evil clone cousin, right? Like that's literally I love what it. it. Is. Like that being said, this was by far the best Felix material, and it's really interesting what he's doing here. Um, his motives are fascinating. We're going to talk about that, uh, but I just don't. I just don't like Felix that much. I still don't like him. So, you know, I, there's a cap to how much I can love the finale because there's this ton of Felix here. Well, and it's because we we haven't had that much Felix. Like, in the episodes that we have had with Felix, like, it was just literally, like, him just coming and pretending to be Adrian and then being a nuisance and then that's it. And so, I mean, it's understandable that... If you're not a Felix fan, you're not going to be super thrilled about him being in the the finale or causing so much havoc at that same time. 
Yeah. Um, yeah. And but I, I feel like we're going to be seeing a lot more of him. So buckle up, Dylan. Oh, I'm buckled. We're we're ready. I've I've got. I'm in the train with Felix. You're in the Felix uh, train. I'm. Uh, look, I might be on the Felix. Here's my hot take. I might be on the Felix train after this episode. I came in hating Felix. Uh, I still don't like him as an element of the show. Like I think he's like the the worst written aspect of the show, conceptually, not in terms of uh, actual like script, yeah. episode scripts. Because he, that his episodes are good. It's just like I don't like the concept of Felix. But now I we the, he, the show might have turned me around on Felix, and I'll explain why. Um, Go wanna, ahead, I want to hear it. Do you want to do Felix now or Hawkmoth having the miraculouses? Uh, Felix now. Okay. Here's the fascinating thing about Felix is uh, we can continue this discussion. Okay. I was like, we're already talking about Felix. Yeah. Okay. F- Felix. Uh, he has the peacock miraculous now. Yeah. Uh, not only does he have the peacock miraculous. Mm-hmm. That was the only thing he wanted. He makes yeah. a, he makes a trade with Gabriel at the end of the episode. Uh, he trades the peacock for the ring, and I'll give you also all the other miraculouses, uh, except yep. for uh, La- Ladybug and Cat and ha- and uh, Shadow Moth keeps the butterfly. Mm-hmm. Um, so he clearly just wanted the peacock miraculous. At the end, we see him on the train hitting back with it. Um, and that's kind of that's kind of where we're where we're left with with Felix. Uh, yeah. Other things from this episode in terms of Santa Monster stuff is um, part one makes and part two. It makes it extremely clear that both Felix and Adrian are Santa Monsters. Hmm. So la- we we last time we saw Felix, uh, it, that opened up the possibility for uh, either. Felix is uh, either Adrian's a Santa monster or Adrian and Felix are Santa monsters. Very clear that Felix is also a Santa monster now. And I think Felix knows he's a Santa monster. And also Felix knows he's a Santa monster. Absolutely. Yeah. Because, uh, which we don't know this definitively. And so it's like, well, Adrian is a Santa monster. Uh, is that confirmed? No, but this, it was already extremely clear before this finale this mm-hmm. finale, I think, better than ever establishes a direct causal relationship between <laughs> the ring and the control of Adrian. Like, I think yep. part one, direct, like, there's no doubt that the ring, oh, yeah. con- Emily's ring controls Adrian. Emily's ring controls Adrian. Which, like, we knew, but we knew from, like, theorizing, and the season has increasingly made that clear. But the, literally, that happens in part one, that the ring controls Adrian. Especially, like... Especially since Gabriel had to go and grab Emily's, like, ring. Yeah, at the end of last season, and then, Mm -hmm. uh, or whenever, and then uh, gives it to Natalie on the train because Natalie's going with Adrian. She's going with Adrian. And in addition to the fact that we confirmed that the ring controls Adrian, is that Felix knows this because Felix pretends to be Adrian and is acting in part one. I've seen some people unclear about this. I strongly read that scene in part one where Felix is pretending when Emily uses the ring and he like responds like Adrian would. I believe he knows that the ring controls oh, Adrian. Yeah. You agree I with that? I think he knows too. Yeah. Because uh, he has to know. Because he knows that it was a big deal. Like the rings are a big deal. And they were used for the Senta monsters. And... That's why he went through all of the hassle previously to get the 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 ring from Gabriel. And and he's like, 
you know, I don't really need this ring anymore. Like, because the Peacock Miraculous creates symptom monsters. So that's like the ultimate control, right? Having yeah, let, let's talk about this. <laughs> let's walk through the Felix's journey on the show. I apologize if I get any of this wrong. I'm not a Felix Stan, as I said. The first time we see Felix, he his episode, he gets his he gets the other ring back and leaves with it from Gabriel. Yeah. Um, so presumably that is his his akumatized object. That is that his amucked object. That is yep. his object that now he controls himself. So after the first episode, we see see Felix. He's now in control of himself because well, he gets the second of the rings. He he tried to give it to his mom, and she said, "Oh no, it was always in the plan for you to have it." Mm-hmm. So yeah, we we don't know where Emily how she fits in, what she knows. That's even more complicated. But oh, she um, has to know. I assume, and we need we still need the Santa Monster backstory. I was hoping we would get the backstory of like this is how Adrian and Felix became Santa Monsters, how it relates to Emily and Emily and Gabriel. I, that's what I was really hoping for this tonight. We didn't get it. Um, we're still going to get that at some point in season five. I mean, we have to. Yeah. Um, so Felix, Felix has his own ring. He also knows, so he knows that that ring controls him. Maybe Emily told him, or maybe he figured it out somehow. How Felix knows everything, we've no idea. And that's another reason why I don't like him as a plot device. Uh, we, we don't understand anything that's going on he, with him. His, his, his mom had to have told him. Probably. That's the simplest explanation, that's, I guess. That's, yeah. Like, she's not innocent in all of this. She has to know. I've seen her like it, once, so I, I don't know. Yeah, we've uh, seen her once. Twice. Did she come back in that last episode? Yeah. Um, I don't yeah. know. Yeah. Uh, so now he has this ring and now he's, he's trying to suss out that Gabriel in the last episode that we saw him, he's let suss out that that Gabriel is Shadow Moth. And we're like, not kind of not sure why, but now we know in this episode that he's going for the Peacock Miraculous. Probably he was going for that the entire time or his Mm -hmm. motivations changed. But, but at the very least, this is all he cares about here. He gives Gabriel back his, the ring that controls Adrian, which... I was kind of surprised about, I want to note this, he doesn't care about Adrian or nope. he, he doesn't he doesn't want to free Adrian by giving him his own ring and explaining this to him or he thinks that'll mess things up or something. Um, so he like gives, right, he's, Adrian's like, in has like an abusive father who controls him and he gives him back the, the mechanism to, to control him, right? Like, so clearly his motivation is not saving Adrian. No. Um, which is, I guess, kind of obvious because he is like deceiving well, Adrian, but he like, might. He didn't even react whenever Natalie was like, I, I, Adrian's not with me. Like, no reaction whatsoever. Um, well, that was him, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, but. I, I, but for, in terms of Felix. Yeah. But how does he know? What did he? What does he think? Actually, Adrian's been up to. I don't know. This is confusing. Um, because he doesn't know Adrian is cat. Um, nope. I believe, but it, Felix also, could if know Adrian everything. Adrian doesn't know that his dad is evil. I don't know what. Yeah. Um, last. So last thing is the. Anyway, this is. I'm sorry that has been long winded, but I think making this clear is uh, parsing this out after the finale because Felix stuff is confusing. So he's going for the the peacock miraculous. So now is the topic of discussion. Like, why does he want the peacock miraculous? He knows he's a scent monster. Um, he controls the mechanism with which you make scent monsters now. Mm-hmm. He can't, he can't be renounced. Like he can't be snapped away. Um, nope. cause he I, has that control now. Right. I believe, I'm not sure exactly. Do you need, if, 
if you don't have if you're the holder of the peacock and you snap without having the mucked object does it still kill them yes yeah that's my guess because um what was it with uh i can't think of what they called her the second ladybug yeah who had her who had her object i don't remember she had her object okay and then natalie was like Snap, I release you from gone. existence. Yeah. So, yeah. so he can't, he's preserving his life. He, he now controls his own life. No one else does. Mm-hmm. Um, right. So is that your, which is, is that, why he was willing to give that ring back to Gabriel? Cause that's, he just wants to make sure Gabriel can't kill him. And yeah. that's also why Gabriel had the reaction of, you're not going to mess this up for, for us. Are you? So, because he was ensuring that Felix wasn't going to just, like, out of spite, unexist Adrian. Yeah, that's kind of, uh, because in the last episode we saw Felix, he, uh, Gabriel threatens Felix's life, basically. Mm -hmm. Uh, so, which implies he knows Felix is a sentiment monster, and also Felix, he knows Felix knows that he's a sentiment monster. It's kind of a risky move from Gabriel giving up the peacock necklace. Felix could murder Adrian right now if he wanted. He really could. But I think he's also... So With l- all of the miraculouses, I, I, I don't think he sees Felix as a threat with just the peacock miraculous. Right. He, he, I think that negotiation scene did a good job of kind of convincing us to believe that Gabriel might take this chance with his son. Because he's so enamored with the idea of having all the miraculouses, and he, using them to get using them to get the ladybug and cat miraculous. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is, by the way, an annoying uh, next step we have to take in order to get to the wish. Uh, yep. <laughs> yeah, uh, we can talk about it again. Also, no wish. We'll add that to our list of things we oh. didn't get. Um, is 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 that was that your reading of? And you you watched this a little bit more recently than me for the first time. Was that your reading of what Felix wants with the Peacock Miraculous is just to conserve his own life? Do you have any other thoughts on why he might want that? I can't think of any other, like, real reasons. I mean, I wish I could, but I that was always my first thought. Even, like, genuinely, like, my first thought whenever I was just like, he knows he's a Santa monster. He wants, like... He wants to save himself, and that's the best way to do it. Yeah, makes sense. Um, mm-hmm. Okay, here's another, the other direction that fascinates me with Felix. But <laughs> Felix as some sort of, uh, like, Santa monster, like, uh, he, d- does Felix care about all Santa monsters in addition to himself? Like, is Felix going to, like, start up the Santa monster revolution? <laughs> Uh, with this miraculous i mean he could because he definitely like felt for the strike backs yes so that's what i was gonna bring up there's one scene in part two when ladybug uh drops this (laughs) how are we gonna beat these unbeatable uh villains we're gonna literally throw them in the sun that's what happens on this show that we (laughs) yeah and they need sunglasses so they don't look at the sun is that what that was for they're just trying to protect their eyes, Dylan. I don't think that's going to protect. If there's a portal that's like right into, I don't think a They're normal pair of sunglasses is going to protect their eyes. They also had uh, 
Carapace's little shield thingy. I guess over that, that maybe that shield has UV it protection. It provides a, a UV. Filter. But they they but they get rid. <laughs> they the bottom of the shield. I feel like is gone when they drop them in. Um, but I don't know. Okay, Felix gets up. Felix is sad as that happens. Yeah. There's kind of two readings. One is like Felix is sad that he has to betray Ladybug. No, you don't I think, think so. Who cares. Yeah, I don't think he cares that much either, but, like, uh, you know, Ladybug's being very nice to him, and then uh, he's like, I have alternative motives, sad. I think that's, like, the, that's what the episode wants you to think, you know? Like, he's like, I'm gonna betray you, I'm sad. That's what it, that's the, that's the misdirect, but then... I think that's what they want people to feel. That's what they want you to think. But it's not... I but knew you, it. So you, so you thought immediately that he might be sad that the other that those centa monsters are dying. Oh yeah, because he especially he what is he like says something under his breath too. Like he doesn't want to look at it happening, and then he's just like, like he says something as they're like falling into the sun, which means that there must be some kind of like correlation. Like he must understand like that feeling. You know what I mean? Like. To just be dropped out of existence. Yeah, at, at least uh, he's worried about that. Yeah. Uh, so he that's this is what this is why I'm so interested now in Felix because he might care about Santa monsters. He cares about these strike back robots. If he does, shouldn't he care about Adrian? But he seems to not care about Adrian because he gives the ring back. Or maybe, but he might have some sort of next move. Like that's my guess. Is even though he's tricked Adrian, he's been antagonistic to Adrian. He gives the ring back. Uh, my guess is in season five we'll get a reveal when Felix is like, all along I did actually care about you, Adrian. You're my bro- you're my Santa monster brother. Um, you're my Santa monster brother. Because if <laughs> my he cares, Santa bro, <laughs> like maybe he's just jealous of him or something. But like, uh, if he ca- if it, if it's a thing where Felix does care about all Santa monsters, then I'm assuming he's going to care most about Adrian. Like I think that's that's a twist we're ripe to see is. Uh, Actually, Felix cares most or, about Adrian. Or Adrian is still a bargaining piece for him because he has the peacock, like, he has the peacock miraculous. That's true. I guess you don't need the ring if you can just stab him out of existence at any time. Yeah. So peacock miraculous. He has that. I mean, he doesn't have that control over him anymore. Like, he doesn't have that control at all. But he holds Adrian's quote-unquote life in his hands now so it would not surprise me if like hawk moth gets the 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 ladybug and the cat miraculouses to make a wish and felix pops up and he's like give me those otherwise i'll get rid of adrian (laughs) we're on the same page i was just about to propose this as a big theory He's going to be like, give me those miraculouses or I'm going to unalive Adrian. (laughs) Seriously, it's a big unified season five. So let me let me build up to this for uh, like uh, my first reaction, seeing the trade that they made. Felix gets this one miraculous. He gives all the other miraculouses and the ring back to Gabriel. What a bad deal for Felix. But now I'm thinking Felix holds all the cards here. Right? Mm-hmm. Like, he can threaten to kill Adrian at any moment, and Gabriel will probably comply with anything he says. Yeah. Um, now, big question is, who? what does Gabriel care more about, reviving Emily or his Santa Monster son? It might be Emily, but uh, ideally, he wants both. Um, I mean, ideally, he wants both, but I think that 
this is a long running emotional uh, uh, kind of plot line in the show is Gabriel's concern for Adrian. Um, we've got Gorazilla. I think uh, he like, I think he has concern, but I, I wonder if his concern is only because like if Emily wakes up and Adrian's not there, she would probably be heartbroken. Yeah, I, I, I wonder if in surface level, Gabriel thinks he doesn't care about Adrian. He's just a sentiment monster. I just want my wife back. Yeah. Um, but un- and he wants but his deep, wife happy. Yeah, but deep down, right. So he's just like wants to go along with this in order to appease, uh, you know, Emily and like bring back their old life. But deep down, I think he does care about Adrian. So like, even though he's pretending not to care, like push comes to shove. Like he I might. Think, I, I think it's like a... It's not, it's not like the same love of like a father and a son. Does that make sense? It seems more distant for sure. Looking at the, yeah. the whole entirety of the show. It's but not anyway. like a direct like care. It's like a, it's like third party concern. Potentially. So, but anyway, uh, so Felix may be able to control Hawkmoth. Maybe Hawkmoth really didn't think this through. And notice I'm calling him Hawkmoth. Um, yeah. It's because well, he doesn't have the Peacock Miracles. Yeah, which I'll go get, get to that in a second. Um, the uh, he Hawkmoth maybe did not think this through fully because uh, Felix, despite only having one Miraculous, can now threaten him anytime he wants to. And yeah. so what if he co-ops Gabriel's wish uh, and then we and then Gabriel is going to wish for Emily back. Felix says, I'm going to kill Adrian before you do that. Felix gets the miraculouses, or at least he this is what he wants to do. And he wants to wish that all Santa monsters are real and you can never uh, unalive them. You can never yeah, kill them ever again. Um, potentially like I'm going to destroy the Peacock Miraculous or potentially like some other, I'm going to change how it works. Yeah. Right. Like that's his wish is like, I'm permanently alive. And so are all the other Santa monsters. Mm-hmm. Or even like, I, I think more so like I'm alive. I don't know. I mean, I feel like he cares about other Santa monsters, but we, we really haven't seen much except for that one scene in this part too, where he yeah. cares about anyone other than himself. Mm-hmm. Like that's the only time we've ever seen him. Maybe do he cares that. about his mom. Maybe I think he does care about his mom. I mean, his quote-unquote mom. Uh, <laughs> that's sad. <laughs> but I, I think that's that's just it. Like it's it's going to be more so about himself versus yeah. like him and others because he's not a he's not that type of person. Yeah. So, my, in conclusion, this Felix discussion for for, <laughs> me, for me at least. Uh, while I am disappointed that there was no Adrian as a Santa Monster reveal this finale, I, we were expecting this plotline to just kind of end, right? Or like mm-hmm. the, to the to the climax to, to for the climax to happen here. Yeah. Instead, we're still on the building up towards the climax because here's a new here's a new thread of intrigue. Felix is now uh, in control of Santa Monsters, potentially wants to legitimize Santa Monsters, change the system, at least save himself. How does he feel about Adrian? There's a new element in terms of this Adrian and Felix are Santa Monsters. There's a new layer of complexity in play. And to me, that is like my feeling right now, you know, we'll see how I feel in, you know, with some time. My feeling right (laughs) now is like I'm interested enough by what the show's proposed with Felix with the Peacock Miraculous that I am okay 
putting off the Scent Monster reveal for a little while into season five. It's because we already know. Because also, the other thing the finale did was basically confirm it without literally saying it. Yeah. Which I was going to say, like, they they essentially confirmed it without outright saying it. So that's why I'm okay with not having the Santa Monster reveal. And we get to watch another layer of it and unfold to a certain degree. Which I'm yeah. there for. Yeah. So do you agree with me? Oh yeah, for sure. Are you are you disappointed at all that we didn't get the reveal? Um, no, because we got the reveal. <laughs> okay, I like your attitude. Uh, I'm like, no. I like the cut of your jib me. here. You're, uh, like we we've got we got the reveal. We know. <laughs> so you're like, I don't care about these other people who don't acknowledge it. I don't care about Thomas saying calling this a theory. Still, still, no. we know it's confirmed. We know. Like all of the clues, you okay? I know the show loves to like punk us and give us like, oh, Adrian and Marinette are dating or whatever other things. But in terms of this, the clues that we've been given, we can't go back from them. There's no like, hey, miraculous ladybug. Just kidding. No, like we've got hard evidence. Can't Miraculous Ladybug this one away, Thomas. 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 <laughs> love you, Thomas. We love you, Thomas. <laughs> uh, yeah, but, I was going to get into a tangent about uh, go- Ladybug going on, but we don't need to talk about that. Any other to conclude? Any other thoughts on Felix's motivations to, uh, before no. we? Yeah, I think I think they're pretty like obvious. Well, yeah, we we have some questions, but. Uh, We'll, like, we'll always have questions with this show, Dylan. It's not it's not ever going to not happen. <laughs> we'll propose some more questions as we go here. Okay, so that's our discussion on Felix. Let's go back to Hawkmoth here. Um, like we said, Hawkmoth lost the Peacock Miraculous, so that's why he's not Shadow Moth anymore. Which is he, why this was his final attack. That's what I was going to say. What do you think of that as the name? This, uh, this finale is called Shadow Moth's Final Attack. Well... He's not technically a Shadow Moth anymore because nope. he lost the Peacock Miraculous. So yep. I, even though he's still the villain next season, I guess this was his final attack. Mm-hmm. Buy or sell uh, this uh, from the show. Yep. Absolutely. I love it. Are you being sarcastic? <laughs> no, I really did. Like, because we were so worried about it, or at least I was. And <laughs> then... After he gives up the Peacock Miraculous, I was like, he's not Shadow Mouth anymore. That's why it was his final attack. He's now something else. We don't know what. Um, but Miraculous Moth now. Uh, <laughs> yeah, he might have a new name. That's true. Next next season. I, how could he not have a new name? But no, I loved it. I loved the fake out. I'm here for this one. Uh, yeah, it's a fake out. I think some people are going to be frustrated. Uh, but I look, yes. I, like I, I said last podcast, I don't care if Hawkmoth is the main villain or the side villain next season. So I don't have, this is not one of my concerns, but, um, I think it's fun that he's all the miraculous at the end. He, uh, so he, uh, broadcast all of Paris via a bunch of butterflies forming his yep. head. Classic move. Classic. Um, and uh, he says he'll terrorize Paris, basically, until someone brings him Ladybug and Cat Noir's Miraculous. Brilliant new plan. <laughs> I love it. I'm just That's literally what he says. I'm just going to like, terrorize you all constantly. City until I get what I want. 
He is the ultimate child. It's uh, great. Yeah, absolutely. And by the way, his other plans of this episode, he uh, his big plan is that he's going to akumatize another child. Yep. <laughs> Um, but it's actually like definitely one of his smartest plans because the child is, uh, inconspicuous and Ladybug discounts the, him several, several yeah. times. Yeah. It was so smart. <laughs> like, it's pretty smart. Hiding in plain sight. Hiding know. in plain sight. And he, and he has the kid, uh, hide the, the akumatized object. Mm-hmm. Um, and the idea of putting a risk mark on, uh, everyone in Paris, not knowing who Ladybug is, so we're going to, affect everyone in the city so that yep. they will all behave so they'll definitely hit ladybug i definitely it's like probably his smartest plan ever not that that's a high bar it was so good you're proud, so of proud of him <laughs> like it's so smart Just- and the concept of like okay i'm losing at 50 million times why am i losing ladybug never takes risks questionable conclusion but like it's the right thought process like at least he's analyzing like in this yeah manner. he's you know he's going back he's watching the the, the old episodes the performance tapes yeah he's watching the old episodes <laughs> do you think he has cameras hidden in his hideout and he like uh rewinds his speeches and like critiques his puns that he's using and stuff <laughs> yes <laughs> he reviews the tapes with natalie that's what they, has, okay, that's what they watch at night laying in natalie. bed instead of uh netflix as they watch his old performances and is like not an yeah. i don't want to see you the missiles launch on you for the 50th time gabriel yeah they have to have some kind of camera system because otherwise how would natalie also know what's going on in there when she's you know laying in bed not androiding or roboting it up can't we just watch bridgerton instead of watching your old speeches <laughs> for once gabriel in my head yeah that's what they're watching <laughs> they're watching bridgerton <laughs> yeah definitely <laughs> uh well okay I, I just um i just want them to watch uh tiger king <laughs> and gabriel's like i relate i relate to this guy is that it <laughs> yeah he's like this show exotic and, and natalie's like i'm getting uh some ideas here yeah <laughs> <laughs> they figured out their couple's costume for halloween <laughs> <laughs> they really should they really should all right i'm gonna be <laughs> I'm gonna be the tiger. I'm gonna be Joe Exotic. Gabriel is uh, uh, Gabriel's undoubtedly the Joe Exotic of uh, Miraculous Ladybug. Oh yes, unfortunately. And now he is the Tiger Miraculous too. You know, is there a Tiger Miraculous? Which one Uh, is it? Do do does Mar? Uh, well, did Marinette have the I Tiger so, Miraculous? Right? There's a lot of them. I can't keep track. I'm pretty sure there's a Tiger Miraculous. Uh, there is one, but I. I, I don't remember. I can't I remember, remember who has everyone. We have to pull up the spreadsheet uh, of all the yeah. Uh, so he, it was a great plan. Um, by the way, side note: Natalie. Uh, Natalie. Is, Natalie is sent on the trip with Gabriel uh, with Adrian, who's actually Felix and Lila, mm-hmm. in her robot suit, and uh, she's well, still yeah. at the the last thing we don't really see much of them. Lila's basically a red herring in the finale. Um, she continues to be a red herring. She's basically I, been a red I herring the entire like she's show. Yeah. Just that's just her role. Is well, to be I have an alternate theory I'm about to propose. <gasps> oh man, I love theories. <laughs> that's what that's our that's what we do here. Yeah, we do love theories. That's true. Uh, Nat, we see a shot of Lila smirking. Natalie's like coughing, dying in the other part of the train, and Lila's like smirking at her evilly. Yes. What's going on there? 
I'm li- look, first off, Lila Does Lila sucks. just love people being in pain? Is that what yes. it is? Lila sucks and <sighs> alternate reading. Okay. Lila has a uh, desire to usurp Natalie in the uh, Hawkmoth uh, hierarchy. But I don't know if she knows Gabriel's Hawkmoth, so I don't know if that makes sense. I don't think she does. I don't want to believe she's smart enough to have figured it out. So, ignoring Lila, well, we're going to coming back to Lila. So, <laughs> um, the, Hawkmoth still the villain. He's going back to Hawkmoth. Maybe is a new name. Maybe he takes a bunch of miraculouses next season. Miraculous. But what if what if this actually was his final attack? What if he's really not the main villain next season? Um, but then who would be? What's so? Here's the question, April. What's he going to do with all these miraculouses? He's uh, he told us he's going to terrorize break. Paris until he's going to terrorize Paris. Uh, but but how? That's pretty wide open. I mean, how is he not going to take? He's got so many options. Um. Yeah. So I've let me let me propose it there. I've seen this theory yeah. from from some people and sit on our Discord and some other people. So, uh, what if he hands out? What if he reverse guardians this biz and hands out miraculouses? And everyone was thinking, is Chloe or Lila going to take over being the villain at the end? What if he get? What if he gives Chloe and Lila one or more of these miraculouses? What if he gives Natalie one or more of these miraculouses? When do you um, think that's going to happen? I already assumed. <laughs> but what if? What if like Chloe with the Pete with the Pete with the butterfly and whatever other ones and the bee back? What if she's the bee butterfly and she's the main villain next season? You know, she could be, but not next season. Because why not? Why not next season? Because Hawkmoth has all of the miraculouses. He's still, but he's he's, he's going to conscript. If if we know one thing about Hawkmoth, it's that he loves getting children in on his evil plans. Yes, which is why it's fully believable that he will give. So he's going to ring up Chloe and say, "Hey." Uh, co- your new hey after-school activity is you're doing an internship at uh, the evil uh, Hawkmoth Inc. <laughs> and you're going to come over after school every day and help me terrorize Paris. Yeah. him, Her and Lila. Um, yeah. No, and I th- Natalie. The thing is, at the end of Penultim, it's like Chloe and Lila are like, oh, we're, we're teaming up now. And then in yeah. part one, you see the results of that team up when they like circumvent Marinette going to say goodbye to Adrian. Mm-hmm. But yeah, what if their team up extends to uh, Hawkmoth? Yeah, it that's is, that's we, the theory. Because we already know that, like Chloe was in on the thing at the end of last season. Yeah, yep, we already and we've know been that. ignoring her all of this season. Was she just a red herring too, or are they really, uh, or are Chloe and Lila involved? And I have to imagine Chloe and Lila are both going to be involved in the villainy of season five. I I don't doubt that they'll be involved in the villainy. I think that like Hawkmoth will still be our main villain. But he's going to do a lot of uh, delegating. So because he loves to hang out in his little tower and this, you know, allows him more free range to terrorize Paris. Like, hey, Chloe, take this um, whatever miraculous and have at it. Like, <laughs> go have fun. And it it's a little bit more secure because there isn't a like akumatized item for him for him to like be at risk does that make because uh, yeah it's interesting right because uh if he doesn't maybe he's not akumatizing someone every episode yeah 
because he doesn't need to acclimatize them. He can give them a miraculous and be like, hey, yo, you upset? Take this miraculous. Go wreak havoc for me. Bring me the bring me back the lady. That would be that would that would be a big change for the show if it's like the 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 butterfly's not even used every episode. I don't uh, if I said peacock I and think a butterfly. He'll still like. use it because we can't just right. Get so rid is of it like them. is he going to akumatize someone in conjunction with sending out uh, uh, him or someone else to also wreak havoc with one of the other miraculouses, or could he give the akumatized villain um, one of the miraculouses? That's interesting. Yeah, I don't think he necessarily has to. I think that he could still akumatize people, but I I don't see him really giving the miraculouses out to anybody besides Chloe and Lila because they're in on it. We already know they're in on it, especially Chloe. I don't know if Lila's in on it. I don't remember. I think she is now because her and Chloe are like, yeah, we're going to do this together. And I feel like Chloe Chloe's the type of person to be like, Look, I have an in with Hawk Moth. Let's, yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's ruin everything. She she brings Lila. Yeah, um, she's like Gabriel's hey girl. like, who's this? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. She's like, hey girl. Well, Gabriel knows who Lila is because he sent uh, he sent her on the train. Yeah, yeah. Um, he knows who Lila is, but now like she can be a part of the gang of chaos. Yeah. So look, the possibilities are uh, and are not necessarily endless, but there's a lot of interesting possibilities for like the basic setup of season five. So mm-hmm. in addition to being intrigued with Felix at the Peacock Miraculous and that direction for the Santa Monster stuff, I'm also intrigued with all the Hawk Moth having all the Miraculouses and uh, him giving them out, him giving them the villains, a lot of cool stuff you could do with this. Okay, ne- next thing is uh, the last scene uh Big uh, dramatic scene with Cat Noir and Ladybug. Uh, so so Ladybug, Ladybug's very upset after after uh, losing all of the miraculouses. Maybe this is like Ladybug's low point in her guardian journey, um, mm-hmm. and, in terms of like plot structure and character arc structure. Uh, but Cat is there for her despite his alienation from the team the entire time. Um, he says, "You haven't lost me." Uh, Ladybug says she made a mess of everything, but Cat hugs her and says they'll get the Miraculouses back one by one. So that's another question. Is that part of the setup for next season? They're going to literally yes. get them back one that, every episode they get one back. Mm-hmm. Uh, that'd be exhausting, but uh, <laughs> that's possible. We have to go on this quest, Ellen. Who we cares must... about these Miraculouses? We must we retrieve to... the Miraculouses. Just care about the wish. Um, <gasps> but, okay, also... I just thought of this. We could get to see more guardians and new miraculouses. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, we could talk about that now. So we see Suhan, the celestial guardian, watching at the end. Yep. Um So he's presumably he'll be in the season five premiere. Be like, "What the heck, Ladybug? How are we gonna fix this?" Uh, so yeah, maybe he'll call up his other he's gonna guardians, his and we friends. know that there's other miraculous boxes. Yeah. Hmm that's that's kind of wide open to suhan's role anyway uh cat says they're gonna get them back one by one cat says you the best superhero there ever was them the people of paris and we see everyone rallying outside it's kind of uh a little campy with all the yeah where ha, where did they all come from yeah i don't know where they came from but they <laughs> they, they went to the street took to the streets <laughs> to celebrate ladybug did. and support laid their hero um and me your loyal partner Aww. Yeah, it was cute. What did you think of the scene? 
I thought it was very sweet. I especially whenever he like pulls her into the hug and then she blushes. Loved it. I was there for that. Yeah, she's also blushing because she she's sad, but um But yeah. she wasn't blushing before. I think she was blushing before Mm-mm. her cheeks were red before when Kat came. I don't at the beginning. I'm willing to fight you on this one. <laughs> but you're sticking up for Lady Noir here. I I'm I am. Just because it was a very like sweet and tender moment, but yeah. also, but especially because. Did you read this as romantic? This scene. Oh, when she blushed, yes. <laughs> um, because that's the only person she can really like count on. Like she can't go back to Alia. And Alia the miraculous, yeah. Yeah, well, Alia doesn't have the miraculous, but at at the same time, like Alia had already given back the miraculous too. So, because that was something that I wrote on my notes. Yeah, I was she, like, no more Reyna for realsies. Yeah, because Hawkmoth has the fox now. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, but outside, outside of the blush or red cheeks, you know, whatever. Is this, did you see it like romantic secondary to like supportive dynamic, but with an undertones of romantic? Is that how you're reading it? Yes. Because also for Marinette. And I know she, you know, it's Lady Noir, but for Marinette, the whole like Felix thing, I think that's going to change her relationship with Adrian a little bit. In what way? Um, I think it's just going to make her cautious. Of Adrian? Yeah. She got tricked with uh, Felix? Yep. That's sad. I know. I don't <laughs> like it. Which is why I'm like, all right, let's support Lady Noir because that's. The next best way we're going to get Adrian and Marinette. Um, and yeah. I might be crazy. It's fine. Yeah. Um, I mean, let, let's now that's that's where I was going here. So, yeah, I love this, too. I, I definitely am like, shockingly, I'm not really re- reading the scene as romantic. Um, I did think like she's read from the crying. And I mean, I think it's like mostly like supporting. I love how this like follows up again on the cat being alienated from the team. And this follows up on Marinette being the guardian. Um, like we thought Kuroneko was the end of the cat alienation kind of plotline, but this is actually the culmination and, 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 mm-hmm. and it's actually a, a fantastic, um, arc, I, pl- arc now, given I that we got this. I especially loved it because when they were still under the control of risk, like Cat Noir took, took the risk and called like Marinette out or called Ladybug out for, yeah, Ladybug says, "Stay still. It's too risky, and uh, don't don't be involved." And then he goes anyway. And uh... well, and he like he blows up on her a little bit too. He's just like he's like, "Oh yeah, because you don't need me, and you've got all these other people, and that's why you've been leaving me out of all of this." And ex, you know, like just laid it all out. And I was like, "Ooh, you being kind of harsh, chat, but it's okay. <laughs> Get it out." Yeah, um, it's, but then it's, at the same time, she also realizes that yes, that's what she was doing. Yeah, and it's interesting at the end because she's like kind of beating herself up, mm-hmm. um, and I'm like, you 
approach this mostly correctly. Like you mismanaged your relationship with Kat now and like you should like and like sure you like but there's a lot on the there's a lot on you being a 14 year old uh, guardian right but uh yeah like you're like she's correct again with the the it's too risky with the cataclysm like that mm-hmm. turned out immediately wrong. So I know a lot of the fans who are frustrated with Kat sidelining are going to be like oh I love this ending scene because Kat's uh getting the uh there's like the comeuppance on how Ladybug is treating Kat um it's awkward because i like supported how ladybug was like uh approaching cat's role like yeah uh, it, not the personal touch you know but uh mm-hmm. other than that i think she was correct all this time um so i think that's a little bit like awkward with the ending but that's like a fandom reaction that's just frustration yeah i was like, but, with, like, yeah, kid, I was like that's a fandom, fandom thing though like. Yeah, so it's not on the episode. In the episode, you know, this is about their their dynamic at the end of the day. We get, I was expecting a Adrianette ending to the season, mirroring the season two finale, where this time Marinette would actually be able to ask out Adrian. Instead, we got a Lady Noir ending to the season. So that's yeah. kind of one of my main questions here is... um does this change what we're expecting from the show romance wise uh identity reveal wise we didn't get in any identity reveals of course um but we were uh, floating the possibility that maybe marinette and adrian would date uh without any identity reveals but uh now maybe lady Noir, them as superheroes are just as close as marinette and adrian there's still i think a romantic touched undertone to the real life uh uh, personas instead of the superhero ones but they're this like gets uh, lady noir back on absolutely the same page and they're very close mm-hmm. this ending so i don't know i'm like are we go- are we going back to this like what we thought all along where there's like one big unified identity reveal and the identity that the like two perceptions of marinette's view of atrian and cat noir emerge and she falls in love like happened in uh like happened in ephemeral, uh, I guess, right? Um, yeah, uh, yeah. But it's like for both of them at once. Um, yeah, it, which is kind of what we always thought would happen. It, it, I think it's going to have to be both of them at once because did did you think this before? Or did like this finale change your mind? This finale changed my mind, it, and well, and like I said, it also kind of made me re look at Adrianette. And now I think that the remote the romance is going to come going to bloom from Lady Noir because th- that like Ladybug slash Marinette. And I think I have to think of them as one entity. Cause I know we often How like to put, you. I know, uh, <laughs> can you believe it? Marinette's Ladybug. Um, because we often look at Ladybug as someone separate from Marinette, but we can't, think about them in those terms anymore because marinette slash ladybug they don't have rena rouge to rely on like she's sort of lost alia as that ally and she's lost a lot she's i mean she's lost all of those miraculouses but she's also lost alia as that ally so she needs someone again to fill that void not in the same way that Alia did but someone that she can truly rely on and lean into and that's going to come from Kat and that's only going to make their relationship stronger and then that's where the turn of feelings and emotions will change for Marinette because 
she can rely on cash. She, you know, and whereas like her, she's, is it Adrian? Is it Felix? She doesn't know anymore. So it's going to kind of, I think it's going to cool her down on that regard. Yeah, that that's an interesting read with the, her being maybe like scarred from trusting who she thought was Adrian. That might mm-hmm. affect her psychological kind of view of Adrian. Especially forward. because we we legitimately watched her have a breakdown at Adrian's house. So Yeah. Um and then she yeah, and she you're right, no, and she leaves at the end when Adrian comes in. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's, it's true. Um because yeah, if it hadn't been the like Felix fake out thing. I think that she would have stayed there and Adrian would have come into con- like she would have allowed that. But nope. Is this Adrian? Who knows? I'm getting out of here. I'm not going to be vulnerable in front of him. Right. Yeah. It's it's this is a, it's a really good uh, call by you because at the end she's yeah, she's like instead of staying, Adrian comes in, she leaves and Cat uh, is the one that comforts her, not Adrian. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that's what they're going for. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, I think a big momentum for Adrianette for Marinette confessing instead fake out uh, big Lady Noir uh, revive re like uh, getting them back up there in terms of being a big dynamic. Uh, they're reconnecting. This is like good. We The Lady Noir has been a uh, plot line this season, which we yeah. talked about. And we've seen it develop this season just a little bit. I mean, in small doses, but at the end of the day, like at the end of the season, I would say that Ladybug is more fond of Cat Noir than she's ever been. Yeah, definitely. And and even before, like the this whole like losing the miraculouses thing and his speech at the end yeah there's just some awkwardness because of her her position of power but this episode reconciles that and positions them both back at the center of the of the hero team i mean there's no team anymore but this this (laughs) positions them back right next to each other in their dynamic uh your loyal partner he says at the end um so yeah I, i i do like this this direction um you know we we saw the future where Ladybug has this big hero team, so presumably she'll recover all of them and maybe figure out how to have her with Cat alongside her at the helm of the of the team. And obviously, them knowing each other's identity would help that a lot there. Yeah, uh, yeah, which would probably be the thing that primarily helps. It's interesting that we got this ending after a whole season of Cat. Um, the, it's being an issue like, oh, you're in love with me. That'll always be too much of an issue, but. Push comes to shove here when she needs Cat most. That's not an issue, and she is Cat is able to emotionally comfort her. This might be the turning point in that dynamic. Maybe it's not so much of a of a, an unescapable, like un, insurmountable yeah. roadblock that he has feelings for her because this was the biggest moment and it wasn't an issue. So maybe that's what she'll think of moving forward now. Yes. Yeah, so good. Uh, Lady Noir stocks on the rise yep. after this. After this, bye, finale. bye, bye, bye. Even though, even though I really didn't read this as the primarily romantic or anything, it's still like it paves the way. More, that's kind of more of the takeaway I have. Yeah. Um, changed my my mind is shook. <laughs> I know I'm kind of shook, and I, I look. I still want the Marinette Adrian dating. I, it'll be interesting to see how season five handles this. Um, Maybe if in it, season six we can have it. 
Well, we're hoping that they'll know who each other are in season six. Yes. It'll it'll help. Okay. <laughs> and we can finally learn what the hamster will be named. Yeah. Well, that'll be that'll be the that'll still be a mystery because it's like, oh, they're not married yet. They're together, but they're not. So we don't know. Uh, they don't have a hamster. They were, yeah. Maybe they haven't gotten the hamster yet. Yeah. Um, okay. So good, good lady noir stuff at the end. It's a gorgeous scene. Oh, um, so pretty with the rain falling and everything. Uh, yeah. And if, if I laid out the kind of six most important things for the finale, uh, and even though it's like no, no Adrianet, no, uh, Cinemonster reveal, look at the Marinette as the guardian. This is like her low point, but this is like a huge episode in that plot line. I didn't necessarily expect it to like have the nadir of that, but that's a legitimate kind of narrative route to go with it so big episode for that big episode for the adrian disenfranchise cat disenfranchisement uh plot line yep. in retrospect amazing plot line uh we address alia uh here um i don't think this was like a huge uh thing or helped it forward a lot but we have the follow-up to rocketeer where alia tells nino that she's still yes rena furtive and um, we have i guess sort of a reveal in that like Cat Noir finds out that. And Cat Noir finds, yeah. Um, Ladybug, fi- well, Shadow Moth finds out. Um, other yes. guess it doesn't matter anymore because he is the Miraculous. Um, Ladybug but it was find- still like a big thing. And I think that's one of the pieces that, well, I mean, that's the piece that kind of set Cat Noir over the edge, too, was finding out that Alia still was Raina Rouge and Ladybug hid that from him. Yeah, that's, that's true. In Rocketeer, he knew that. Alia and Nino knew, but didn't know this, I guess. It's confusing. Um, yeah. Yeah. Um, no, that 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 is true, though. But all fixed now. Now they're we're, loyal partners We're forever. back to season one, everybody. Let's go. Well, they, they were kind of annoyed. <laughs> Ladybug was kind of annoyed at him in season one. <laughs> okay, we're kind of back to season one. <laughs> what do you think? So what do we think of Alia renouncing her miraculous after the reveal? Uh after Carapace shelters, like, uh, revealing that she's, she's still there watching. Um, I mean, Hawkmoth takes all the miraculouses anyway, so I guess they needed to do this if they didn't want her uh, in play yeah. um, with the Fox Miraculous. But still, she'll be, she still knows, and she says, well, still, I'll still be your friend supporting you, uh, basically. Yeah, I don't, because we haven't seen a whole lot of Alia recent, like, mm. lately. And so... I don't think it's really going to change too much besides the fact that we have like Rain of Rouge in the, in the shadows. So, but I mean, that only really seemed to be relevant or prevalent in the, this episode. So, or these episodes. Yeah. Yeah. It's not like that was like a, such a constant thing before. Yeah. It's not like we were seeing it every single episode. So, yeah, ah. so so I, I like I like that this addresses all. Yeah, um, this is such a huge part of the season, and it does taper off at the end, mm-hmm. and it concludes with actually she loses the miraculous. Uh, it's an interesting way to end it, um, but I'm mostly just interested to see how her role. She she needs to still have a significant role in the show moving forward. How she does that only as a civilian. Um, I think we'll st- we'll get to see it. It's just not going to have as much of an impact as it does. You, like. Maybe Marinette or Ladybug gives her the the lady the Ladybug miraculous. Yeah, that's true. If she's out of town, she could still uh, give it to Alia. Uh, 
yeah, but so this plotline, yeah, it's such a, such a big, amazing plotline. It does kind of maybe sputter out a little bit at the end of the season, runs think, out of steam a little bit. And I think telling Nino ruined it. Oh, that's sad. They're so cute together. They are cute, but like at the same that time. That did have a compl- unneeded complications. I yes, guess, yeah. it was an unneeded complication. And in the end, it's ultimately what gave away the fact that she was she was still Reyna. Would have been really nice if she still had the fox heading into next season with Hawkmoth having all of them. That would yeah. have been a big bonus. Um, but maybe that oh I'll, I, that maybe that's one of the first ones they get back. Uh, yeah, Cat says we'll get them back one by one, and then maybe Ladybug decides, hey, we actually do need you. I feel like that's a really time. important one to get back, just because it does create illusions. <laughs> Yeah, it, we've seen it be powerful. Yeah, so I guess this plotline is to be continued because they're going to want to get that one back, and that that'll be st- so this will still be a big plotline next. It's season. one of like the the quote unquote main ones. So that one, the B, and the you're um, going to lose me with trying to figure out which are the main miraculouses, other than the ladybug and cat miraculous. I know those well, like are the, the most too. important ones because you remember in the miraculous box, like there was like the the five or whatever at the top. <sighs> And then it, the, all of the little drawer thingies, so they were, you're, like, less important. You're like, remember the, the the layout of the Miraculous Box? No, I don't remember the layout I of I do, because well, my brain is crazy, okay? okay let, me, let me Google inside the Miraculous Box. <laughs> let me see if I can find a picture inside the Miraculous Box. You'll see it. The, Google Images. You're going to see it. Oh, you're right. There's ones at the top, and then the other ones pop out. You're right. Yeah. I, I should never have doubted you. Yeah, I I feel this betrayal. It's the fox, the bee, the turtle, the peacock, and the butterfly are yep. in surrounding the ma- And the reason that it's laid out like that, it's there's a special significance. It's because they pulled out of their butts that there were more miraculouses after that. <laughs> they added it on to the mythology of the show. Yeah. These were the ones they originally had. Yeah. So but that's like, the special significance. But it does play, like, if you think about it, those are the ones that have a bigger impact versus... They're the, they're the main characters in the show, of the, the well, main superheroes. Well, they're the main characters, but, like... The like, main superheroes, right? Yeah. Yes. And you could argue those are the one, most powerful ones, but, I mean, there's a lot of voyaging in this episode. I think that's a pretty powerful one, too. Well, yeah, but, like, you can only really... They give out a like, new one in the episode before the finale that can copy any power. That seems pretty good. That's a good one, but it... it, <laughs> it well, no, is it you can copy any power, or is it I really you just copy know. objects? Because, like... Oh, you copy an object. I... I there's a lot of them. It's okay. I need to outline that episode. There are a lot of new heroes. I need to, uh, I need to I need dive to... into that one. <laughs> all right. Next podcast, we outline yeah, all of we'll the d- heroes. Well, yeah, it's going to have to work on that. So speaking of, we have a new hero here. Um, but anyway, in conclusion, yeah, like we have um, at least it's addressed in a way and it is intriguing heading into next season what Alia's role will be. The Alia plotline overall was still really, really strong this season. Um, oh, yeah. That being said, it's like uh, a little bit uh, under the radar in the last third of the season, let's say. Mm-hmm. Um, but still really good. Okay. Uh, qu- quickly through the rest of the stuff. Felix, uh, quick reactions podcast. No, it's sorry, very long. Uh, <laughs> we, Felix gets the dog miraculous. LOL. LOL. Uh, we were waiting for Bark to have someone. That's another. This 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 finale, by the way, pays off several other minor things from the season in a really good way. Um, we get Bark uh, that was set up earlier. We get Mayor Bourgeois filmmaking. I that love was it. 
So I do think this this is like a, there's a lot culminating here. I do think, even though we don't get the the big big things. Um, Felix gets uh, he's flare flare mitable. Yeah, that name's kind of weird. Um, or did they just call him like spots or something? I'm assuming he's not literally flare in the French. The French one I think comes out tomorrow. Uh, I'm assuming this is another translation thing. It just it doesn't make sense. Catwalker was not the French name, by the way. It was like Velvet Paw. I would have preferred <gasps> Velvet Paw. Velvet Paw. I love that. Yeah, kind of like Velvet Paw. Um, I like Velvet Paw. Too similar to Scarlet Moth. Velvet, Scarlet. I don't know. Uh, we also have well, Penny. We, Pe- well, Penny Penny was- Bug is when the version of Ladybug with like a few other miraculouses. Some of these names, I don't know. Like, whenever they do the combining, like, when Ladybug does the combining of the, like... Yeah, why does she need a new name? She's just herself with other jewelry on. She doesn't need a new name, and that's why I get so annoyed with it. I'm a Pennybug. Pennybug? What does the penny even have to do with anything? What's the... Why... What's... Do you have a new sense of self when you have four Miraculouses on instead of one? Yes. Who was she whenever she had all of those Miraculouses on at the end of season two? Yeah, was she like multi? Oh, the, I don't know. Uh, but yeah, it's kind of funny that she has, she has a name. But anyway, Felix is flare with the dog miraculous. He can fetch, retrieve an object. Mm-hmm. Um, which yeah, seems kind of narrow, but they use it and immediately use it in conjunction with the time travel. And they're like, "Wow, this is a really interesting." It actually was a really interesting combination. Uh, they burrow back to get when he did the smart. object originally. Man, that was clever. Loved it. All these fans complaining about Marinette. She's the child who immediately comes up with this complicated plan. Like, I wouldn't have came up with this. Uh-uh. Give me a day to think about it. I probably don't come up with it. Well, and it was like the ticket and everything. I was like, the yesterday's what does yesterday ticket? have to do with anything? Which, yeah, she made the connection. But also, like, isn't she supposed to come up with stuff on her own? Why does the mirac- Why did the mirac- Lucky Charm know to start to point her back to yesterday? I don't know. Yeah, oh, it's magic, needed, magic, magic, magic. Because the, I don't, I don't know, magic. Yeah, there you go. Uh, other things about he's, so he's the dog. And one of my favorite parts of the episode was when Ladybug's like giddy when uh, Cat Noir and Fleur Mittable are next to each other. She's so excited. The cat and guess, dog. Cat and a dog, funny, isn't it? Come on, shake paws. <laughs> now no, that he's joined the team me. forever. Forever. <laughs> yeah. Because she thought what... it was Adrian. Yes. Uh ironic, yes. Uh and uh but yeah, very funny her getting so excited over a cat and dog and she's just excited over Adrian being a hero there, yeah. Yeah. Um, well it didn't work out for him whenever he was the snake, so Yes. She finally gives him another miraculous, yeah. What do you think of what do you think of Felix being uh the with the dog miraculous? I feel like it was, I liked it. I don't like the name, but I yeah. would, like, I don't know. Maybe it was just me, but I was like, oh, I think he kind of enjoys being like a miraculous holder. Not, you know, I mean, then it makes sense with the peacock, but. It's kind of tragic that he's like, has these ulterior motives the entire time and has to like have this whole complicated plan to get back to control his fate when yeah it would have been nice if he was just part of ladybug's team i do think he he would have had more fun there i think he would have had more fun too just in like the same way that like adrian has more fun being cat noir but 
you got to give him props for being extremely clever with the talent or the skill that he was given. He was just like, ha, I've got this. Let me use this. He immediately comes up with a plan. Yeah. And you see him on the train. He's like, oh, I just touch it like this. And you can see the wheel starting to turn. Yeah, because he's like, how does this work? And then, oh, man, that was good. Yeah. uh, Again, by far the smartest character in the show. Um, we just praised how smart Marinette was, to be fair. Uh, she, Marinette like, is very smart. Marinette's always smart, except when she's being dumb. Yes. Is, <laughs> Felix is only smart. Felix is just smart top to bottom. Because he was also some the reason. one who was like, Adrian, let's switch places, because I know you don't want to go do this. Like, ugh. Yeah. Uh, other, other. Yeah, I like. I thought his costume was good. I think it's fun. I, the only thing is, like, I thought Ladybug's reaction is fun. The only thing is, you, I'm just like, you're suspicious. You know, he's ulterior motives the whole time, so it's kind of stressful yeah. with him being a hero. I was like, yeah, it was extremely stressful with him being a hero because she was just like Adrian, and I was like, that's not Adrian. I know. Yeah. Stop it. Very uh, like a horror movie unfolding, basically. Yes. Don't go Felix is the monster. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, any other? And Bar- Bark was really fun too. I know. Well, I, I wish Bark. we could have gotten more of them. Okay. I would love. I w- I'm very interested to see if Bark gets reassigned to someone at some point, or if uh, Felix, if reformed, good Felix is gets Bark in the end or something. That would mean that Felix would have to be reformed. Well, we were speculating that he cares about Santa Monster, right? So maybe he's the good guy all along. Oh no, I don't know about that. <laughs> <laughs> in a way at least he, yeah in at a least way. he's a at least he's a good cause he cares about his own people self. yeah i mean i mean he's uh, as a, a, a fake person trying to reclaim his <laughs> humanhood yeah fake human <laughs> which is what adrian is by the way um <laughs> oh, we're talking all this stuff about felix with adrian but adrian's the center monster <laughs> like They're too both yeah it's just more fun because like Felix knows he's a sick monster. Yeah, and Adrian, Adrian does not. Adrian yet, thinks yeah. he's a real boy. That's very sad. It's so sad. We're getting like uh, three Pinocchio, literally like three Pinocchio movies this year. Um, I, yeah, and, and now we have this on top. Of and it. we have Adrian, who's Pinocchio, who's uh, Pinocchio, yeah. Right? Or is Pinocchio Geppetto? That's, that's it, right? That's the right thing? No, no, no. I think Felix is more of like the Pinocchio because he knows that he's not... A real boy, okay. and he yeah, I don't know if there are two, two Pinocchios, and Gabriel's the Geppetto, of course. Yes. but um, yeah. Okay. Uh, to conclude, last last few things. <laughs> Any other? Um, we, so we didn't get a Santa Monster, but we didn't get a big Adrianette. No. the confession or Adrianette at all. We didn't get. I mean, I guess Marinette freaking out about Adrian, who she thinks is Adrian, is kind of Adrianette. Um, we didn't get any identity reveals. We didn't get the wish. After all of our discussion here, are you disappointed about any of these? No. Really? Not at all? Well, I don't know. I think people are still going to be frustrated that there's, like, no identity reveals. I think people are going to be frustrated, yes, but... (sighs) Are you on... You're on board, though, with where we're at heading into the last season. Oh, yeah. I'm, like, I'm totally on board with where where we're at, but... I I think, like, in conclusion, season four... Mm -hmm. uh was a season that felt significant yep and did things within its own like season that were big without really hugely changing the overall picture like really season five is going to be the season where we get all the major things yeah but we kind of 
predicted that. Yeah. Like something. Kind of, kind of what we thought at various points. Yeah. I mean, we, and that, that, that's exactly it though. Like we thought at various points throughout the season that we would get something huge to happen. And we did just at the end of the season. So we'll get to see all of the ramifications of that next season, which is, I will enjoy more. Because if they had started at, like, Hawkmoth having all of the miraculouses, like, mid-season, I think I would have lost my mind. <laughs> like, so, this yeah. this feels better. <laughs> yeah, I mean, look, we get the, we get the Hawkmoth has the miraculouses, which is kind of our new setup, our plot setup heading into next year. Last season, we had a similar thing, where um, season two to season three, we have, like, Scarlet Moth, then we have uh, Shadow Moth, now we have Hawkmoth, all the miraculouses. To me, this isn't important. Like, Hawkmoth, like, I don't even think Hawkmoth having all the Miraculous matters. I mean, I think this is more intriguing than the previous iterations, although Shadow Moth relates to Senna Monsters, which is important. The things I care the most about in the show are the them dating, mm-hmm. uh, Senna Monsters in relation to Emily, in relation to the Gabriel family, Aggressed family backstory. That's like all kind of one combination. Yeah. Number two. Number three, identity reveal. Mm-hmm. Number four, Wish. Wish kind of ties into number two. Like, yeah, so, so like which ties into the whole the, well, aggressive. Yeah. So I, none of these things, no progress. Like, I mean, there's progress on the romance. I think, I think that's the thing that the season did a great job with. Um, but we don't get the payoff. We don't get identity reveal. We like we don't get the wish. Um, like, are we closer? I don't know. We'll have to see if this tangibly moves us forward. Sentimonster stuff. Sentimonster stuff did move forward. But yep. yeah, I mean, we're really just setting up for season the things like I mean, this is just subjective, like what are the things I think are the most important, like all all this stuff is is really going to have to be hit hard in season five. And ver- the question will be, are we going to start doing it right away from the beginning? Or is this going to be only at the end of the season? That's kind of the big thing we have to we have to start doing it right away. <laughs> you would think because four and five are, are made together. So. And knowing what we know of this show and how it's been made, yes, right. So the, yeah, it, it <laughs> so should, should be noted. My brain they, just they, got really slow. <laughs> no, it's a, it's important to remind everyone. Seasons four and five were made together. This could be really be seen as a mid season finale. Um, because two and three were made together too. So yeah, another thing to remind. Uh, the people is that the beginning of season four was really significant with Alia Mm -hmm. finding out about Ladybug's identity. So it's very much on the table for the first few episodes of season five to have huge things happening. Yeah. So I I have confidence that we'll get good things. Yeah. And at the very least we did, we have season six and seven confirmed. So um, even if they don't, we get the identity reveal in the season five finale, there's more to come. Yeah. Yeah. So other what's what else is on your mind about this finale, April? Um, I really the only other thing is that and I bring this up to you because I know that I had sent you a, a message and I was like, I know what the screen cap needs to be. Oh, did you? Yeah. And this is where I reveal I already took a screen cap. Oh no, what is it? Well, you reveal yours first. Okay, well I want it to be um where 
we see Hawk Moth like sifting through people's like emotions and thoughts. And so we get to see more into like what. Oh, oh yeah. That was for part one last week. You said. Yes. That. Yeah. I, I thought that. I love that. I do love that. That, that visual. I thought it looked so beautiful. At the beginning of part one. The, the, both these episodes are absolutely gorgeous. Yes. But that, that scene was, I thought it was so gorgeous. And then we also get to see more as to how the butterfly miraculous works because we like speculate and we get kind of like glimpses and things like that. But this is like us actually getting to see it. So he ha- actively sifts through everybody's emotions and then finds Like, he purposely finds the negative ones, though it's probably not supposed to be used in that way. And I was like, this is great. I love this. Also, this is pretty. This is for you. This is made for you. Yeah. That scene was for me. Thank you, Thomas. I appreciate it. (laughs) No, I I did really love that visual, yeah. So there's there's really good stuff in part one. Um, I will not make that the screen cap because it's from part one. That's the only reason. (gasps) What did you? I'm curious to see what the screen cap is now. All right, let me send you. It's interesting because I wanted something no spoilers, right? Well, that's why I liked the Hawk Moth one too. That's yeah. awesome. That because I was like, oh, no spoilers. I sent it. Oh, that's a good one too. It's the last shot of the season, but it's yeah. actually not spoilers. <laughs> it's the last shot. It's not spoilers. Well, I guess the last shot is like the giant butterfly head with paris uh, this is right before that though you're getting into samantha and, the, and this it's like the side <laughs> angle of ladybug and cat looking out into the people of paris and there's there's like a gorgeous like tear going by so i took this after that because i guess the tear might be spoilers that she said but um yeah this is a great visual oh yeah uh, the tear and it like sparkled away oh beautiful beautiful um okay i'm i accept this you're sold <laughs> Well, I accept it. I would rather it be the Hawkmoth one, but it's fine. No, that is a great one, yeah. When we when we have the Hawkmoth podcast part two, that'll be the screenshot, okay? Yes. Yes. Okay. Um, <laughs> so, uh, of note in terms of this being gorgeous, I've heard people talk about how this is the last episode of Ladybug animated by SAMG Animation, which is like one of the main animation companies. I think they've done less work on Ladybug recently, but used to do more, and it's like the best-looking studio. I can't confirm any of this. I don't know where people get information about the animation studios with Ladybug. Um, But, yeah, so apparently, you know. It made me, um, it kind of made me feel like I was looking at some of, like, the screen grabs and, um, like, the videos that Jeremy puts out. From the, the movie? movie. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Yeah, it's like more it's, and more it's, of it. It looked very cinematic, in my yeah. opinion, which I, I think, think so. is the other reason why I was just like, oh, it's so beautiful. <laughs> yeah, gorgeous. They did a great job, and hopefully season five can still look great without um, I feel, SAMG I feel like I'm going to go back to, like, where some episodes, like, eh, and then there's, like, some episodes that are just going to be gorgeous. Yeah, well, I think, I mean, at this point, Lady, every Ladybug episode looks great unless there's problems, like yeah. uh, like with uh, Chilin, there was clearly some issues um, yeah. there. Still great, obviously great episode, but um, you think, and episode, I think Psycho Median may have had animation problems too, so, like, I think unless there's problems, it's going to look good regardless of who's doing it, because they're putting yeah. a, lot, really, but a lot of resources. You know what in. I mean, like, there's some episodes that just look so incredible. Yeah, well, no, yeah, this the, these finale episodes look more yeah. b- better than most of the season for sure mm-hmm. but yeah it it does it 
feels like very cinematic. Yeah. Anything else from the finale, April? No, I'm satisfied. That's okay. it. Good job. Yeah, I think it was a good job to note that scene from part one. That was that uh, visual. That was really good. Ah, I'm gonna make it background somewhere. Yes, make it your background. (laughs) Print it out and put it on the wall. Yes. On your Um, uh, Gabriel Agress stalker board. You're not supposed to talk about that. You're like your adult Marinette because Marinette has. Gabriel's son, stalker board. You have the father. I was, what is it? I was telling someone the other day, or I guess it was like two, two days yesterday, uh, that like at work, I very much feel like, well, the comparison I made was to Charlie Day and It's Always Sunny. And he's got like the red string all over the place and all of that. So I guess the, the comparison in this one is that I'm like Marinette's stalker board and that's what my desk looks like in terms of like post-it notes and like papers and <laughs> things like that. Whiteboard. So not, you don't have a stalker board for a person. You just embody the mentality of the stalker board in yeah. your everyday life. Mm-hmm. The energy of the stalker board. The energy board. of the stalker board. Yes. That's what the, that's what the uh, epitome of human behavior is i I feel like the stalker (laughs) so we're all striving to that's what evolution is leading to (laughs) we all want to reach marinette levels of stalker board (laughs) absolutely (laughs) i think it's i think it's like the 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 conspiracy board with all like all the strings on it same energy it's i mean it really is except hers is like for good versus bad (laughs) i mean it's good i mean it's for love it's for love. In a instead of like trying to reveal conspiracies. Yeah, that's true. Let's get it better. It's just good cons- cha- channel. She's done a better job channeling it in a healthy way. Yeah. Yes. I'm. Is it healthy? <laughs> At this point, it's better. It's better. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. There. There are some. There are some uh, regressions this season. I think in some episodes, but overall, that's better. Okay. <laughs> okay. Final thoughts, April. Um, who knows when we'll get season five. Yeah. Hopefully soon. Shouldn't be, it shouldn't be a giant uh, gap between them. I hope not. I hope we get season five in order. That's what I want. (laughs) I want so much. Prayer circle for (laughs) season five in order. I want so much. We're not going to get season five in order. (laughs) Like it would start drawing the circle. Yeah, I, I hope so too. Yeah, but uh, this was—I think this was a great conclusion to this season, and as always, leaves me wanting more. Yeah, I—that that, I think that's what they're going for. Yeah, I—I I think I think it's it's a very good finale. I do think it's a good conclusion. Obviously, um, as with that, you know, we say this at the end of every season, but this was like an actual great season of TV, um, and. Uh, we say that uh, we're left wanting the biggest things to happen, um, but probably I think we're in. A, I'm I'm feeling good enough about all of them, as discussed in this podcast, to uh, feel good about this being the end of the season, heading into our culmination next season. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so we'll see if we revisit this potentially. You know, it's the day of still. So with yeah, time, I was we'll gonna say I could. I could change my mind tomorrow. Yeah. Okay. 
You'll Let us you'll know. be the first to know. <laughs> you'll update you'll update all of us at some yeah. point. <laughs> okay, there you go. That was our ladybug finale thoughts um can let us know what you think in the comments wherever you're listening and uh you can consider supporting us via patreon at patreon.com slash overly animated thanks to our current patrons especially our patron of the podcast steve and thanks as always to our patron executive producers steve michael and phonician uh yes that's our finale reactions look uh be on the lookout for more ladybug and owl house starting up again soon so that should be fun literally next week Yes. Hooray. Hooray. Get hype. Thank you guys for listening. We will see you next time. Bye. Bye.